You can also search on Facebook. Stop tickling me. After making a sex tape with them, we shared on Gawker. God damn it, Josh! Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan did those things. I don't. I don't he know was, that. He was, an, he was an American hero, but then he turned out to be a total bigot. So he's so he's kind of a great synecdoche for the American experience. Isn't that what happens to every American hero, though? Yeah, like I said, he's a great. Yeah, he true. stands for America even more. Yeah, yeah. he is a true American. He is a true American. They're just fine, but don't let them move in next door. Oh, my. It's a new version. <laughs> I like it. It was interesting. Aren't you glad you're guesting on the, on this one, huh? I mean, I made worse decisions. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, uh, listeners. <laughs> welcome to that podcast we'll never do, where we uh, talk about <laughs> comics and the cues full coven of racism. <laughs> Are you phoning it in? <laughs> Aren't I always? Yes. Uh, are we only doing questions this round? Are we only doing what? Questions this round? <laughs> uh, I am Josh, King of Monsters. Uh, with me, as always, is Aura, who is a friend to children, but not in a good way. What? Oh! Uh, also, Kyle, the arms dealer. Yeah. And Aaron, who's a girl. Uh, <laughs> you know, monsters she, is a good theme. Because no, no, no. She had been on the show that. before. You've given her I, a different handle. I can't before. remember what it is, so I just made a reference to Mr. Show. Okay. It's been, you know, long enough. Yeah, fair enough. I'm close enough to monsters. I can be the theme. I should. Me. <laughs> I guess that's an obscure one. There's a reference to Mr. Show where they have the inspirational band of the school and they all introduce themselves and give themselves, like, long things. And then Sarah Silverman goes, I'm Fran, I'm a girl. And they just stop for a second and then they go back into their song. <laughs> anyway. That sounds about right. So otherwise, people will think that I'm just being terrible. And uh, God forbid that. Agree. So, they already know you're terrible. Yeah. Agree. Left it at terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, Aura, are we part of anything? Nope. We're not a part of anything. Nope. We want nothing to do with the world. Nope. <laughs> hey, this is Josh, and if you are listening to this, you are listening to one of our podcasts that was recorded before uh, we separated from the Graphic Novelty Network. Uh, as such, it has the plugs remaining for the Graphic Novelty websites and socials and what have yous that the kids enjoy uh that's not where we are anymore we are currently the that podcast network so listen to the end of the show and you'll hear where you can get some more of that that podcast goodness bye from future josh yep that's a good radio voice and all those podcasts happen to have swears and spoilers in them so if you don't like those things, then go fuck yourself. Bigger is Luke's dad. Will this one have swears and spoilers too, Josh? Spoiler. Uh, yeah, you will. Oh, okay. Well, that's spoiled now. So, nice so 
Kyle, can you do the one fucking thing I ask you to do and uh, tell us what we're doing this <laughs> Are week? you going to ask me that thing yet? It's the cue, but I guess fine. I'm gonna... Today we're doing a kaiju-themed episode where we're kaiju talking about what smash! things... Smash! <laughs> we're talking about kaiju books with uh, Godzilla and Hell, so Godzilla goes through Hell, and then Kaiju Max, where kaijus go to the max. Godzilla goes to prison. <laughs> Try and figure and out which one is worse. <laughs> yes. There's there's a lot more rape in one of these books. It might not be the one you think. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But it don't, probably is the one. Don't you give think. it away, so, Aaron. <laughs> do you want to start Hashtag by Hashtag spoiler? <laughs> do you want to start by talking about what kaiju are, just as a sort of general for any listener who might not have any idea? Well, they're sex deviants that we lock up, right? Uh, close, <laughs> also, but usually but... like giant and yeah. not from this earth. Oh, okay. Oh, not from this <laughs> earth. <laughs> Alien race. So also much. close. Except Godzilla. I'm gonna, I, made, I don't think I that, that has not joke. been my experience with kaiju. <laughs> no. Well, alright. Oh, I almost made a very bad joke. Oh yeah? Do you not make those on this podcast? <laughs> this is look, this is one that I wasn't gonna make on this podcast. I started to. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so our local experts. So yeah. You king We're, of monsters. Uh, princes of, of New England. Kings of <laughs> uh, so kaiju are giant monsters, as the term basically is Japanese or giant monster of some kind. There are several Japanese terms for monster, and they all have very subtle cultural gradations that I know very little about. Um, At least you're honest. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I have, like, a, a bit of knowledge of Japan. Like, I know more about Japan than a lot of fucking anime nerds that think they know things about Japan, but not enough to really say I'm an expert. Man, that's what every anime nerd I've ever said said. Agreed. No, they don't oh, say man. that. That's the problem. They all say that I know more than other Japan. people that go to Japan. <laughs> All those anime nerds are all like, yeah, I know everything about Japanese culture, and I love, blah, 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 and I'm like, you don't know anything. I know a lot of things about, uh... Japan is in Totaku. Japanese anime <laughs> <spirit Japan>? shots. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, yeah? It's not do you do a lot of, uh, researching of upskirt shots in Japan? Never intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> you just I mean, accidentally I mean, get Japanese accidentally upskirt just upskirt shots. <laughs> animated upskirt shots. So what are the... <laughs> I mean, if you end up on Reddit, you're kind of going to see some of that, right? Yeah, it's fair. Um, uh, comes with a terrible cesspool. It's the obscure of the internet. <laughs> hey, I hey, uh, hey, Josh. <laughs> so, so back on track. <laughs> um, well, Gojira, right, is where mm-hmm. a lot of this starts. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, I mean, there's probably more that goes back beyond this. I used to have a some books that talked about it, but I don't think I do anymore. Um, but Gojira was sort of the the big movie. It was a post-war movie. Uh, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago in terms of it is a post-war movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I took a very good class on Japanese film, in, uh, and, on, and one point the professor made a lot about it was the degree to which the film was is sort of about Japan trying to intellectualize why decisions were made in the war. Because the, the original Gojira, uh, the American one has a slightly different plot where they insert people in it. Uh, Perry Mason uh, specifically. Perry Mason. <laughs> yes, which is kind of weird. But... Well, it, it is weird because he does this like voice because I, I watched both of them recently. He just like he just narrates the action a lot because he's a uh, 
He's like supposed to be a reporter. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I don't remember. I thought he was for a newspaper, but the way he was giving the reports, like maybe he was a radio guy. But anyway, it ended up such that, that there was all these voiceovers from Perry Mason <laughs> while while the city is being smashed. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the American one since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I should rewatch that sometime. I'm sure it's hilarious. Well, he's occasionally uh-huh. like... Yeah, well, blue Look screen. at that thing happening over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> edited amazing. into... He's, like, edited into peril. <laughs> you know, like... Oh, my gosh! And then the water splashes him, you know? Like, <laughs> that sounds like whose line is it anyway? Yeah. yeah. Kaiju yeah. edition. You see him against the black background going, Oh, the floodwaters! And you see the floodwaters, and it cuts back, and someone splashed some water on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> But in the, in the Japanese version, it's very much it's the story about this giant monster comes out because of nuclear testing. Uh, and there's this scientist who has a weapon called the Oxygen Destroyer, which is the most badass name ever. Uh, and they're debating whether to use it to stop Godzilla because they're afraid that it could destroy the world if they used it. Uh, which is a specific reference to fears about the hydrogen bomb. Yeah. Which people during testing were... There was some people... Very, very incorrectly, as it turned out, we're afraid that it would ignite the atmosphere and, uh, and destroy the Earth. Yeah. If it, if hey, the hydrogen bomb but the thing tested. is, they didn't know, and they did it anyway. Well, no, they did know. <laughs> the thing is, the people of it did, before they exploded it, they did the math and determined that yeah. that wouldn't happen. Just like the Large Hadron Collider, everyone was like, well, some people thought that they could open a black hole. Well, no, it couldn't, and they figured that out before they turned it on. It's just that science reporting is very bad. You see. Yeah. So people didn't get the memo. <laughs> like, like the headline, Bomb Could Destroy Entire Earth, gets more play than the headline, Sorry, turns out it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's okay. I like those headlines. I, I would like those headlines, too, especially At nowadays. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, God, if the New York Times would print an edition that was just like, Everything is going to be okay. I would be like, oh, thank Christ. Yeah, if only. Um, so yeah, it's, it's this post-apocalyptic film about trying to rationalize why you would be so afraid of a thing that you would that you would have to unleash this destructive force. Hmm. Uh, but it really caught on uh, as part of the boom in the Japanese film industry after the war, uh, and a bunch of Godzilla movies were made, and a bunch of Godzilla knockoff movies were made. Like literally, probably dozens. Yeah. Like dozens of different knockoffs of the yeah. Pacific Rim. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, no. I know, I know. Like, like uh, I'm talking about, uh, you know. Um, it was Yongri, which was Korean, I believe. King Kong. Uh, <laughs> was Gamera, Gamera was Gamera. another Japanese yeah. one. Those were just by a different company. This is not Gamora. Um, I'm trying to remember the name <laughs> of the British one. But I, I can't. They did it on. Oh gosh, I don't know. They did it on Mystery Science Theater, <coughs> and it's just not coming to me. Let's see. Starts with a G. I think. But yeah, they're but yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're like. They're mo- even and, even King Kong arguably is a knockoff. Sure. Well, and there and, was a King Kong versus Godzilla with different endings depending on which country you lived in. Uh, the Magic well, Serpent here in the United States, apparently. Well, even uh, <laughs> I've got a magic even Toho ripped oh, themselves Lord. off by creating different. Kaiju related, yeah. like, like giant monsters, yeah. Uh, some of them were spun off from from the main Godzilla franchise, I yeah. think, too. 
And they would create crossover movies, so it was an early example of like a film crossover universe, where you had like the Destroy All Monsters and shit like that, where you would have multiple. I mean, they were all within the the Toho stuff, but they, you'd have multiple monsters, because Godzilla and Mothra were both in that, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with a bunch of Godzilla enemies like King Ghidorah and. Uh, were you thinking of Gappa? Monster Zero. Were you thinking of what? Gappa. I know I was not thinking okay. of Gappa. It's just another... Sounds familiar, though. It's another knockoff of... <laughs> I was thinking of the... <laughs> it's like, what are we talking about? I'm thinking of the British one. All right, I'll look it up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. This, this is riveting radio with you, all of you and your phone. Should well, I gather? are you contributing much, I, huh? I did. I, uh, I started us down the Godzilla path. Turns out I did contribute... Um, well, we no. can talk about our Godzilla comic, or are we just going to halt and... Uh, Gorgo. Gorgo? Gorgo. Okay. Gorgo. Yeah. Are we all just making up names and claiming we're right? Galgameth. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Galgameth. That was my favorite one. There was one that was... Uh, there was one that was a North <laughs> Korean one that I can't remember the name of, which has an interesting story behind it, because it was made by the uh, the director that Kim Jong-il kidnapped. <coughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fun story. Yes, it is. It's, it turns out that he's a terrible, horrible person, and he yeah. kidnapped people and forced them to work for him. TLDR. Um. To ladder. Yeah, to ladder. <laughs> so what, what anyway, did you guys read? Because I, I read only one thing. <laughs> so we read two things, because we read two <laughs> things and compare them. Uh, and you've read both of those things, to some extent. To some extent. Uh, we did Godzilla in Hell, and we did Kaiju Max, which are different modern treatments of it. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, that's a pretty good history of the kaiju. Maybe briefly we can talk about our histories with kaiju. Sure. Like with the films, I should say. I don't know about you. I don't know any actual kaiju. I watched Godzilla 2000 with oh. Matthew Broderick. When did you watch it? Fantastic. <laughs> I watched it in theaters. Don't you mean? <laughs> don't you mean? Don't you mean? Uh, uh, Jur- Jurassic. Uh, oh, uh, and, uh, I won't pay attention. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> and not to be that guy, you watched the American Godzilla because there was a Godzilla 2000 that was a Japanese film, I believe. Whatever. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, means, he means the one with the Puffy song. Uh, puffy song? I, the Raptor one. Yeah. No, I watched the Matthew Broderick one, and that was fantastic. Matthew Broderick is an action hero. Yeah. How'd that work out? <laughs> it worked out well. <laughs> I loved every minute of it in theaters. We gotta stop these monsters, I was guys. 10. It was cool. There was giant monsters on the screen. Then we got a cool Godzilla cartoon show for like two seasons. Guys, me and my giant, much more successful when you wife need to stop cool. these monsters. How old were you? I was 10. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright. Well... There, there were out. toys to go along with this movie, so I mean, it was and, and it its King intended audience, so to speak. <laughs> What's that? And Burger King cups. And, yeah, well, yeah. I, I was actually thinking of the Burger King cups, so or McDonald's. I can't remember which place had it, but there was definitely fast food tie-ins all over the fucking place oh, for yeah. that shit. How about you, Aura? Where was your? Oh man, uh, so I'm trying. Like, I mean, Mystery Science Theater was probably my inroad when. They did the the Gamera movies. Um, I I would always love to watch those. Um, more recently, the inroad has been uh, longtime graphic novelty listeners will know that I started watching all of the Power Rangers from the beginning, 
and uh, alongside I'm doing the uh, <coughs> Super Sentai shows that go along with them. So uh, that's a project which is still in process. Um, and so Super Sentai sounds great. In sort of doing doing this though, I've side roaded a little bit, like, and decided that I was going to watch all of the Godzilla oeuvre as well. <laughs> and, and then Bruce Lee stuff because yeah. I, I don't know how your fucking mind works <laughs> it all links you know <laughs> Super Senpai fights Godzilla yeah. and now he's moving into the Bruce Lee ripoffs yeah. yeah I'm, I'm watching <coughs> and, the, and let me tell you the thing about Bruce Lee ripoffs like <laughs> they're named lots of different things that are effectively the same movie <laughs> yeah so yes. The le- uh, least exploitation is like my favorite word yeah. for that. The least exploitation. All the people that after Bruce Lee died put out movies that had char- that had uh, actors with very similar names. <laughs> Bruce Lee with one E, Bruce Lee with L I. Yeah. I like it. Exploitation. My favorite. I haven't seen it, but my favorite title was Enter the Fat Dragon, which features a a heavy set Bruce Lee. I'm in love with this title. My favorite ones that I've seen is Bruce Lee fights back from beyond the grave. So, so in between waiting for the next season of Super Sentai to come out from Shout Factory, Shout Factory, by the way, release those quicker, please. Um, <laughs> I I end up side roading into these other other sorts of related things, and one of those related things was watching all of the Godzilla stuff. So, I got I didn't quite get fit because I, I wanted to get to uh, Shin Godzilla before we got to this episode. And I'm about four movies shy of Shin Godzilla, so... Yeah, I still haven't seen it either. I need to see that. I know. Aaron, yeah. Special guests, have you... So, I know you're a girl, so you don't watch movies much. Yeah, I don't Other have time between dramas. scrubbing the kitchen floor and making sandwiches. Uh, no, I used to watch Power Rangers as a kid. Do you make sandwiches? I fucking hate bread, so oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I buy. Wow, them. you hate bread. I hate bread because it like lasts a week and then it's all moldy and I don't eat like, bread quick keep enough. Keep it in the fridge. Oh, I that's do, like yeah, a everything no, in my weird. fridge tastes so like. So I fridge. have this million dollar anyway, idea. By so, the way, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. All right. For Sliced for an bread. App, no, an <laughs> app <laughs> that would match people up based on their grocery interests. That oh. the, then you could like go out to your car after you buy the groceries and split those things. Fantastic, like, actually. Yeah. Because um, that would help hmm. with like community grocery trips. Anyway, I was thinking like a yeah. dating. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you if it parlayed into love, that yeah. was your own business. I was more worried we about eat the same food. Having, having the fuck. same. Imagine how much. Love. Imagine <laughs> how much better your relationships would be if you completely agreed with the food taste of the person you were with. I we just had it with everybody. I like people that will like shop it for me. <laughs> There's also that. Whenever you're like, where should we go to dinner tonight? I shouldn't have brought you it. You did but, <laughs> but it would be things like loaf of bread. Because, I mean, like a loaf of bread is something that, like, sure, you buy a loaf. But, like, as a singleton, you're not going through a whole loaf of bread. Never. And if you do, yeah, wow. Yeah. Real commitment to, like, sedentary diet. Honestly. It's like, not spicing it up. PB&J. I dated a guy who was like that. It was really As I was driving here, I was like, oh man, I have some bread at home that I really gotta make a sandwich with tonight, otherwise it's gonna go bad. So I'm thinking, like, I've got, like, two sandwiches I gotta eat in the next two days before this bread goes bad. You could go onto my app, and you would be able to to just match up with... Find someone else that wants some old bread with me? (laughs) I mean, just refrigerate it, guys. What? What an No, no, refrigeration makes it gross, Josh. 
best date ad ever. Want to eat a stale sandwich? Looking for love. <laughs> We're about to go bad. We'll make you sandwich. <laughs> we'll make you sandwich. <laughs> for love. But I, I thought that, male. This, <laughs> that this could potentially 30s work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Soon. <laughs> I like the idea, though. Let's brainstorm this. Let's find somebody who can make apps, and then we'll brainstorm. Yeah, this. yeah, that's what I need. I need, so. I need somebody who can make the app ideas that I have. It's called and stale. If anybody's love. listening, uh. looking for a loving partner to share bread with. Aww. Fatties need not apply. Oh wow! <laughs> or no fatties. That's no fatties is funnier. It's <laughs> fatties only. Look, it wasn't a fatties dating only. app until you guys <laughs> made it a dating app. Fatties. For fatties me, it was just a grocery exists, store right? app. It doesn't? It's got to, right? Oh, maybe. Anyway, I mean, my experience with Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah, back to... <laughs> swipe, uh, I used to watch Power left. Rangers as a kid. Yeah. Um, and I think we'd always catch the, like, reruns of Godzilla or knockoffs on TV every once in a while. But I always just, like, loved the idea of Godzilla. So when Pacific Rim came out, being also a fan of mecha anime, <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was happy as heck. Did guy, yeah, do, do Gundam's count as kaiju? Uh, maybe. I mean. Yeah, mecha kaiju. Uh-oh. Mecha? Here we go, Josh. This oh, is, no. this is oh, a Josh no. question. Okay. Giant robots count as kaiju? I don't care. Oh. <laughs> I thought you would care about specifically. No. I have a co-worker who says they don't because they're not sentient. But Zoids do because Zoids are sentient, so. Oh, yeah. Zoids... No, that makes sense. No, wait. Voltron's cats. Hey, uh, so. Anyway. Hey, um. I mean, I care. Mm-hmm. I have a cat only. Drew? Oh, oh yeah, okay. kitty. Okay. Uh, no, he's a, he's a kaiju expert. The kaiju. Was there a kaiju? Godzilla <laughs> movie with the Rock? Well, Clifford, Clifford the Big Red Dog, uh, kaiju. He was in Rampage recently. I'm not sure if <laughs> okay. he was in the more recent Godzilla one. Okay, well, I feel like I saw the more recent Godzilla. Fight it, <laughs> Clifford <laughs> kaiju. I assume the Rampage movie was just like a fucking. Kyle just oh, pointed yeah, out. It was fantastic. What? Clifford the Cowardly Dog. No, Clifford cat. the Big Red Dog. You dumbass. <laughs> sorry, the Big Red Dog. I loved Clifford. No, this explains why I love Kaiju. I'm, I'm sorry. Clifford I, the what, fucking what, what Coward the, Dog. What was the Cowardly Dog? Courage. Courage. Oh, I'm sorry. Clifford the Cowardly Dog. Look, I saw what you did when the Nazis <laughs> came. You oh. named names, Clifford. You coward. <laughs> you coward. Anyway. You told them where Kaiju. Frank was hiding. Clifford so is, was one Clifford of my the like, favorite readings. Yeah. <laughs> Clifford is the friendliest of kaiju. Your uh, your sound engineer is about to make this show go away if you're not careful there, Josh. Yeah, so I'm watching it. Too, let's be honest. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a rambling shit show. So. <laughs> but uh, Rampage everyone, was though. a cool movie. It was okay. pretty much a kaiju movie. It had big monsters destroying shit. Maybe I just got the previews for it confused <laughs> with And it had animals that got big. Maybe. Rampage was, was very <laughs> okay. I mean, Was The Rock in any other kaiju or Godzilla movies? I mean, the ro- every movie The Rock's in is a kaiju movie. He is a Cars kaiju. aren't sentient. Central Intelligence is a, is a kaiju movie. <laughs> Everything the rock is in is kaiju. The Tooth Fairy is a kaiju movie. <laughs> oh, Game plan. Cryptid movie. Maybe at that point. Be cool. That's another topic. Cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> and another topic that's not the topic of the show. Anyway, you know, uh, kaiju. So, so that was my experience. I just loved um, the idea more than the movies. And making jokes about how that's the only reason we have the Navy. But, that's it. When I was a kid, uh, my school library had these little... I was terrified of horror movies and I'd never watch them. But we had these little books that were like monster books. And for some reason I could read the books about the movies. Because they were books about these movies that would describe them. 
And I really liked these books, and I checked them out again and again. And one of them was a, was a vampire one, and one of them was a werewolf one, and one of them was a Frankenstein one. But my favorite one was the Godzilla one, which talked about all the different movies in the Godzilla franchise. So before I'd watched these movies, and afterwards I'd occasionally see them on like an afternoon or something, because this was back in the day when you'd have afternoon movies that you would watch that would be poorly translated shit shows. Um, I knew all of the movies. <laughs> like, I already understood this universe from reading and rereading this fucking little book. So I've always loved kaiju. I, they're a fun concept. Why don't you inject your blood with kaiju blood then? I would, if I could. I feel like um, Pacific Rim 2 was kind of an overture about that. I haven't seen it yet. Thanks for I like the first one a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you should see it. It's yeah. satisfying. Yeah. The problem is I missed it in the theater, and I rewatched Pacific, the first Pacific Rim outside of the theater, and it's not nearly as good outside of the uh, theater. It's still good. The second one's not that not good. It's fun, though. <laughs> you should watch it like I watch it. So good on a cruise ship and just stay there until they put it in the like running for movies that they're gonna put in the like out on the Lido deck under the stars thing and do it that way. It's a long con, I like it. Yeah, or, obviously. Or I watch it, which is get super blazed. <laughs> Two options. I didn't want that to be recorded, so I talk lower. Pick your well, my neighbors can probably help out with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about these books, maybe. So let's yeah, let's now that we've vamped for a while, let's talk about Godzilla Goes to Hell first, and the audience can see why I had us vamp for like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so was this based off Ernest Goes to Hell? Because I mean, I'm sensing similar overtones. I thought it was Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Oh, was there a difference? <laughs> I don't, I don't think there actually was an Ernest. Well, there might have been an Ernest Goes to Hell, but it, but it happened after the demise. Oh, so <laughs> oh. Mr. Worrell, and he hasn't. Uh, oh. Mr. Varney, he hasn't uh, hasn't told us. Yeah. <laughs> he might have been a te- he was in that rapey fast food movie. <laughs> and that puts him in hell. <laughs> According to you Catholics. Hey, he could have went to church afterwards, got forgiveness, yeah. and you know the whole thing. Like I just, uh, the true Baptist way. I just want to see them do other <laughs> like Catholic earnest way. things with Godzilla, like Godzilla goes to jail, which I guess is the next book I do. Godzilla goes to summer camp. Yeah, Godzilla goes oh, to summer camp. Oh, that would be so fantastic. Godzilla becomes oh a basketball God. star, like a little baby Godzilla with little baby Mothra, and they could do like, oh my God, this is why they're always fighting each other because there's like a stupid tug of war rivalry or something. But it's like the nerdy summer camp, and there's like the rich summer camp across the way with all the rich kids. Yeah, and they're just people, but they're they, the same size for some reason. No, they got to compete in a city destroying competition. Are they doing the, the whole the scene where they're so jumping they're like onto that like launching pad into the yeah. lake too? <laughs> this is a new heavyweights. <laughs> it's just like your app idea, or I know. It is. <laughs> Man, we uh, keep giving just, away great ideas for media franchises for free. Actually. I don't know if anyone listens to this. You, you read through the trash, there's a gold mine in what, here somewhere. Some, <laughs> some it's, like, it's like those gold writer. prospectors we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. so, also because we're all on meth right now. Yeah. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> I never just pumps it in. Okay, fair. I, I, you know, some sci-fi script writer is probably listening to this. Thinking they're on to something. It's only Aaron. No one listens to this. <laughs> eh, maybe. Yeah. This is just another list can run for office later. Ooh. I thought that it was Ooh. the uh, Russians that listened to this. Probably. Uh, well, knowing from their movie choices. No, we'd like, get more likes. Guardians. <laughs> there are Russian bots. 
follow this link for more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's on our life so, feed. Yeah, you'll, like, you'll never believe number four. <laughs> Who wants to walk us through what happens when Godzilla goes to hell? Godzilla went through hell. The end. Done. In a very, in a very Buddhist rebirth kind of way. He fought a lot of the demons from his past, some other made-up shit. He got his own skin, became an undead monster, and blew shit up. And now he's king of hell, because he's Godzilla, king of everything. I feel like we got different messages from that. Yeah, it's <laughs> not what I got. I mean, at, at one point, something similar was happening, but like maybe you stopped reading halfway? Nope. <laughs> I, it's everything. So it's a collection of four like separated vignette stories that are all around the idea of Godzilla being in hell. Yep. Um, there's not a lot of point in digging a lot into what happens in, nope. in each of them, I don't think. There's very little. Well, it's, One of the episodes has narration, but otherwise there's not very much in the way I words. didn't read a word in it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's loosely it Dante's Inferno meets yeah. Godzilla. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. And it's clearly the pitch concept. Sounds yeah. like an awesome game. I mean... Frankly, yeah. I mean, yeah. so much so that it's got, you know... Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Like you know, as the as its first words. Really, what I got from it was that we should all follow Godzilla, and when we are confronted with a giant sign that says "Abandon Hope," just blow the shit out of it, fucking walk off. (laughs) The second one is like, aww, just. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good message. Yeah. The the second one is super (laughs) atheisty. Yeah. I'm not. Because it, it's second or third, I can't remember which. It's with third, the, third one. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it's with the like. There's a, is that the eyeball mountain? The, I think so. Yeah, with the moth angels. <coughs> They're clearly yeah. Mothra. Um, I thought they were butterflies, so I disagree. But you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm, whatever. <laughs> butterflies can be uh, monsters I, too. I happen to know. Yeah, I know. You can't wrong. talk about it. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I then, will concede to the expert. <laughs> then a bunch of demon Don't things. concede to him. Don't let him tell you what things are. I I just question my reality. Uh, and they're sort of fighting for like the angels are all like you know submit to God and the the devils are all like submit to the devil and Godzilla has to fight them both and I'm like okay it's a little it's a little much eh? it's a little uh, a little, little nosy a little on the nose. <laughs> I uh. No gods, no masters, right? <laughs> I couldn't. I can't blame Godzilla for that. If God came to me as the image of an eyeball mountain, I would probably be a little turned off from worshiping it. <laughs> just well, I, I think I would, it's uh, very prejudiced against eyeball mountains. Eyeball mountains kind of just. I thought you were a better out. person than that. Well, you're not. You're not a fan of Sauron. I'm joking. Or, I didn't think you were a better person. Or Sauron than that. or whichever one that one was. That was an eyeball tower. One ball. Yeah. This is like mini balls. Oh. Too many balls. Too many balls. Too many balls looking at me. Too many balls. Do you have a ball in it? I saw a movie called that once, but it's a little different. It's true. If multiple balls are staring me in the face, I'm I'm a flinch. Yeah, it was a a little... Like one at a time, folks. It's also not true, Kyle. (laughs) So, um... Yeah. (laughs) It's a very um, great picture book. Yeah. 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 Because there's no words, there's just... Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's clearly an artistic showcase. Yeah. yeah. I mean... And the art is very good. 
If you aren't in the, the person that I did, Buster Moody, who, full full disclosure, or a nose. And That's true. Who I have some comics from. He's a very good artist. I, I really enjoy it. What's, what are the other, I can't remember the name of the comics that I got from him. Rad Force 5. Rad Force 5. He does a comic called Rad Force 5, which is super great, and everyone should check out. Um, I just can't get into these kinds of artistic showpieces. Like, yeah. I like comics for the mixture. Okay. I need more story. Um, it just comes in and out of my brain. Well, me and you had kind of an interesting discussion because you had to borrow my Kindle to Was this to read the Burger it. King? No, this right was Burger? right here, like okay. five minutes before you got here, actually. You can pretend it's in the Burger King drive-thru. Uh, yeah, it was in the Burger King drive-thru. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I had it on panel view, and you were like, no, this is the heathen would read comics in panel view. Like, mm-hmm. like I need the whole page. And, and Aura said, you have to be able to see the art, and I said, uh, you have to be able to see how the art relates to the rest of the page. So, so that so, that, was, that was very interesting. Yeah, it was a it was a kind of an. Well, I, I would have to say, I would point out as far as size of stuff, the I page. zoom in. Yeah, I, I just zoom in on details. I just zoom in, but I hate I don't like but, panel view because it always cuts yeah. off a lot of the things. You don't get like, the context. It, never, it cuts off words sometimes. Even it never makes sense to me in panel view. Sure, like I can't even follow a book in panel view. Like sometimes it's cool for like action scenes, but I'll like, I'll do that after I go look at the full page. Because I'll read it as a full page and just zoom in if I'm reading on tablet. I like to just read my books in print so I can do both. Well, yeah, we all, all of us prefer we're, that. We're all <laughs> well, see, I prefer to have a tablet so people don't but, see how pretentious but, I am. But we also but prefer not to pay $100 for this Godzilla and Hell turned out to be a collector's item when we had chosen to... Yeah, I thought about buying a copy of it and decided I didn't want to spend $100. So And somebody lost his. I don't... It's somewhere... I'm, you own a lot of things that are somewhere, or it's it's time you admit that that's a false a falsity that you tell yourself. <laughs> it's in the garage. Comforting words. <laughs> Comforting words. I don't think you should like break that bubble because what that then means is if I decide that I don't have it, I need to track it down. So <laughs> uh, no, you kind of don't because you don't Stop have room. Stop it. <laughs> you need to come to grips Sounds with like having a, a finite space to fill. <sighs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Shots fired. Damn. And this from a person who could fucking build walls from his books. Josh is saying this while surrounded by books stacked on floors. You know, I know some campaigns that are trying to home the houseless. If you you know need to upcycle those books into anything. No. Okay. Problem solved. There we go. <laughs> Presented it out. Rejected. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we? What did you want to talk? Did you have a lot of stuff to talk about with this one? With Godzilla and Hell. Uh, well, you know, uh, there was. I don't want to do a short shrift. I just have virtually nothing to say about. Well, there, it. there wasn't. There's unfortunately not a lot to. I mean, we could go through each of the encounters one by one, but I mean that would right, not work well. Um, so, but the thing that I think that we didn't really talk a lot about was the. Uh, there's a lot of references in here. I mean, you mentioned specifically that there were Mothra you know, uh, Moth or Angel, but, like, Rodan appears in it. Like, uh, like there there are things in here for... Anguirus, is, it, is that the... Uh, yeah, King Gyrda. Space Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, Mechagodzilla. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or was Mechagodzilla uh, in it? I don't think Mechagodzilla. Uh, no, Mechagodzilla. For a minute it looks, because he was, like, a yeah. clone Godzilla. That's what I... Yeah, that's what it looks it like it's made, but it's just a big mouth monster thing. So, so... Uh, like all of the Godzilla nemeses kind of kind of appear in one form or another, uh, which is kind of fun to read. Like, 
Um, it is, as we have said a couple of times, basically a wordless comic, though. So um, it was, you know, I, I referred to it as I handed it to Aaron uh, about ten minutes before recording. A breezy read. <laughs> so He was not wrong. <laughs> so uh, the, the back matter is pretty cool in the trade that came with the, the uh, or that came on the app. So I assume that back matter is also in the printed version too mm. it was a good experience like yeah. <laughs> I, I i like books that are mainly art because there is a story in it if you can you know get a character to make expressions and it was kind of cool just seeing this you know focused godzilla just trek through hell destroying stuff and just the, the, thing, thing. the thing that was interesting about this book too as an artistic showpiece is that uh, they Godzilla emotes like yeah. you know the guy the guy is in a rubber suit in the in the you know movies or whatever so there isn't actually a ton of like you know like <laughs> try yeah I mean they they do but but I thought that the comic had like you could kind of see the gears working in Godzilla's heads when he'd encounter people and he things almost like that. cries yeah um, that's probably hard to do as an artist you know try to try to make that work in Godzilla, you know? Well, that's sort of an interesting connection between these books that we're doing. Sure. Uh, if we're going to fish out, other than just that they're both kaiju. They're both kaiju things from the kaiju's point of view. Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about when we were recounting the history of kaiju film is that they aren't from the kaiju's point of view, really. They're from the point of view of some policemen or some kids or some sure. some bullshit happening around them. <laughs> or Perry Mason. Yeah, yeah or Perry Mason. Uh, <laughs> Standing at a distance from things happening. <laughs> oh gosh, the flood! <laughs> um, but these are these are about both of these are about. There's some of the human experience in kaiju max, but it's mostly about the kaiju themselves, like most sure. of the screen time. I did, yeah. Um, I guess before we, as a segue into kaiju max more, um, before we started recording, I did mention I stopped reading it because I didn't want to deal. Like, I didn't want to deal with the consequences that were going to happen to these... Yeah, the punishments that were going to happen to these kaiju, because, I like, the main one you follow in issue one, not knowing what happens next, it was it was getting dark. sad. It was getting potentially dark. I was like, we had bail. I pulled the cord on that one. Sorry. It gets real dark. Yeah. It's, it, it gets worse. <laughs> Thanks. Glad I... Glad well, it's an allegory for racism, though. Yeah, pretty heavy. A problematic one. We'll, we'll oh, get into all right. We'll, we'll get into it. We're gonna have a, I do like the book, but there's some critical approaches to, to take to it. Why don't you tell us what happens, Josh? But I'll Someone walk needs. us through Kaiju Max if we're done with uh, the Godzilla. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, I mean, uh, it'll work better as a comparative. So right, We're going to so, talk about it anyways. So Kaiju Max is sort of an extrapolation of a world in which Kaiju exist where humans, uh, having developed technology that allows them to fight... Uh, Kaiju, mostly of the like, there's giant Mechagodzilla type robots and also Sentai, like Ultraman style people with magic suits. I think there's. It's very uh, Ultraman. Yeah, uh, in some of the later by... issues, they explain how those suits work, but I have those choppily because my local st- because it always falls off my pole at the local store every time they change seasons. Uh, so I, I'm missing a lot of issues as I leaf through it. Um, which is real annoying. 
Sorry. It, it's not the it's not the store's <laughs> fault. It's that they change. I assume it's that whatever if POS fucking software they change. That's every what time. it is. And so it drops off your poll when it's like, oh, Kaiju Max season two. That's not the same book. It's fuck you. I want to keep. I, I want to keep following Kaiju Max. Um. So I'm, I'm just gonna have to get them in trades, I guess. Well, that's a. I mean, that's a. Yeah, that's a systematic problem. That, yeah. Like, I feel like. So comics is something that could be addressed that they're choosing not to. Yeah. So comics industry people that are listening, take note because it's not. It's Brian not okay. Hibbs at the latest retailer meeting like threw it on the table and said, "Look, this is causing problems." Did he? Yeah. Good deal. So it's very annoying. Um. He also was upset at the fact that ones. like our our POS software will sometimes have one-time items put in as subscription items. So like a one-shot would like you know show yeah. up as a subscription item, which clogs up the software. Something fucking. Fierce. Like, like annuals. I mean, I imagine it's really annoying yeah. to write a, a, a software that can work for POS for comics. But why do they have the, but, the option to start like 10 out of print, like no longer listed comics? Yeah. Which is really annoying. Like, here are all these dead ones. Find we could totally one. tangent into bit, bitching about a specific Comic publisher suite. and a specific program because three of us here. <laughs> 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 but instead, so, do you, you mean Marvel? <laughs> oh, we've, we've I was talking about Marvel horse. Should we point fingers at One Direction? Because I think a lot of publishers are like. You know, I also hate One Direction. We can shit on them too. Speaking been, of One Direction, Jonas Brothers are coming back. Oh yeah, do they ever leave? <laughs> yeah, they did disband. They did solo careers, and now they're getting back together. But anyway, yeah, we've so, talked Marvel about Marvel on this podcast God, before. Man. Interestingly, we're the only one. The only podcast that bitches about Marvel, not about diversity. Right? <laughs> I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> we just don't like their pricing structure. It's yeah. weird. And, and the, their constant use of number ones. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, see, internet nerds, there are legitimate reasons to dislike things that have nothing to do with you being afraid of women. Was there like a number um, one now thing that they were doing for a while, but it was like on issue eight of some yeah. comics? Yeah. I feel like oh, I yeah. Have a, no, they were tricking people into thinking that they were number ones, and they would, yeah. I was, yeah, I was so confused. I and have, like, then, a Moon Knight. And then, like, what's going on with Amazing Spider-Man, like, right now, where they have issue 16 and 16.1, issue yeah. 17, 17.1. They've done that before. Oh, oh mother number one in an arc. Yeah. Are I hate the point the ones different issues, or yeah. are they... Re- Fuck you. It's a... It is a parallel story that is going yeah. on that will apparently like meet back up at issue twenty two. So there are six. There are going to be six of these. Yeah, I would take the book off my fucking pole if I was on Spider Man. I'd just be like, "Fuck it, I am not. I, I am protesting this." Well, we we have had a couple of Dual customers look series. at their stacks this week and be like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to hell." Here's Dual Godzilla. series for fuck's sake. Yeah. Why is verse worth? Well, trade. and so Certain I mean, you as the customer—that's one thing. Try being us as the retailer <laughs> and having to order those things and read the customer's mind as to whether or not they'll care. <laughs> like, yeah. <coughs> more often than not, we get it wrong, and it's fine. <laughs> so, Casumax, which is a uh, <laughs> which is an Oni property, so it's a different company. That's also it goes to show you that the 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 big indies can also be thoughtless and shitty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like Sam wow. tried to do seasons for Invader Zim. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kaiju Max takes place in a world in which there are giant monsters, and there are humans that are able to fight them. Uh, and when they've finished fighting them, they take them to an island, uh, which is a prison, which is Kaiju Max. Uh, the first one takes place in the male. There's a later season that takes place in the female island because there's a separate island for the female inmates. Ooh la la. Um, we eventually find out. But the first one takes place on the island for the males and mostly follows sort of the main character is Electrogore. Electrogore. is a, I don't know, vaguely Godzilla-ish monster. He, he plays like electric eggs or like grows like, electric. He shoots like some sort of radiation yeah. beam and he grows uranium ore yeah. on his back, which he uses to feed his children. And he feeds off of power lines. And he's been caught trying to feed off a power line to feed his children. Uh, And he's really upset when he's taken into custody because he's afraid that his children won't be able to fend for themselves. Uh, But he's also afraid that if he gives information about their location to the jailers, that they'll just imprison them. Mostly because the warden says that if he gives them information about their location, they will imprison them. Wow. (laughs) So so it's a pretty good hunch. It's a reasonable... Yeah, I would take him at his word. <laughs> so he's thrown into this prison environment, which is very clearly a sort of pastiche of of, of modern prison culture, uh, where you have different gangs based on the type of monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the main two gangs at the beginning of it are the... Uh, the, the J-pop, I believe they're called, which are the sort of Japanese classic kaiju-style monsters led by the ape, by the whale ape, or ape whale. Uh, I read in one of the letters column that its name is some kind of joke that I don't get. <laughs> so I get to feel real dumb about it. Um, Welcome to my life. Most <laughs> obscure references that people yell at me all the time in the store. It's fine. I laugh. Yeah, whatever. That's all you want, right? Well, here's the thing. Didn't you know it's a reference to this obscure Godzilla movie? And I'm like, didn't you know I know what pussy tastes like? <laughs> oh. oh! Can you beat that, kid? I'm going to yell that at a seven-year-old now. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't like that. <laughs> Um, we'll see what Google comments we get from that one. <laughs> Aaron, I recommend you don't say that to people. They're going to just haunt you more. Thanks, boss. <laughs> Noted. It's on, it's on tape and everything. Really. Okay, cool. This is the greatest, um, like, cover-your-ass documentation right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, so, and then there's the opposing gang, or, gang are the cryptids, who are... I don't know, I guess sort of more cryptid-oriented creatures. We could make this a cryptid episode. Okay, that's not... <laughs> There's some sort of, like, Mothman guy, and... I don't know. They're just all cryptids. Yeah. Uh, Electrogore is trying to sort of navigate between all these different people and find out who he can trust, which turns out to be very few people. Uh, the goat guy. N- no, you can't trust the goat guy. He's a fucking meth head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like well, the, that's who he chooses to trust go. a little no, bit. He does a little, and then he, but he's like, the one that he trusts is the big green guy, yeah. the green gore, whatever he's called, the green garmungan or something. I can't remember his name. The green Hubungo or something. Yeah. You can call him that. Is this when mm-hmm. he's supposed to put together his football team? 
<laughs> yes. No, this is, uh, he also, for a second, trusts this one guy who's this returning inmate uh, who's gone states, uh, who rapes him in a, a, a brutal fucking rape scene in this comic book. And then the Can guy I also established an inmate with the, or a relationship with the doctor, the same inmate. Uh, so he turns the doctor against him, so when he, when Electro Gore tries to claim that he was raped, he gets brutally attacked by this corrupt doctor character who is horrifying. Can I sidetrack just for one second to say mm-hmm. that somebody who used to work at our store uh, put the Kaiju Max comics into the kids section? Oh no. my god. No. You told me this. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, well, maybe not the prison rape comics in the kids section. <laughs> so this is, it's very, I can see why if you looked at the art. You I mean, yeah, it's very colorful. It's very, very, and very colorful. Fun. Uh, it's by Xander Cannon, I guess we should say. Yeah. And his style for this is very, he's done stuff in other styles, but for this it's very kids art. And, and yeah. like, like there's Very one this, round, this guy who keeps seeing shading. this little kid, who's this cherubic kid, of the type that you see yeah. in these movies. Yeah. Um, but they're not up to any good. None of these people are. They're selling drugs and raping and using the world's equivalent of racial slurs like all the time. Yeah. Uh, this is not a book for your kids. <laughs> have you seen Animal Factory? I have not. Mm-mm. Nope. Well. I mean, this discussion will go nowhere, but this <laughs> that, that was this book reminded me a little bit of that movie. Okay. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Maybe we should have watched it for our thing. Too late. No, we got yeah. another thing to watch. Um, the awesome thing. Yeah, I, I already tried to redirect away from the awesome thing, and you people wouldn't let me. Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, so at... I believe the first book ends with Electrogore and the Green Humongo uh, working out a plan to escape. That's, that's the end of the first season, right? Mm, or is it second? I thought they did escape at the end of the first season. Yeah, so they, they escape at the end of the first yeah. season is what I'm saying. Um, then in the second, they're recaught. Third yeah. is to riot, and fourth is to women's prison. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and we get a lot of side stories about the guards, many of whom are very corrupt. Like, one of them is working for one of the, uh, the syndicates. Well, there was also the interesting uh, bits in there about the guards' motivations for being assholes sometimes. Yeah. Like, the, I think it's the second issue ends with the one guard, like, being the employee of the month, and he's, you know, like, just trying to sustain that, you know? <laughs> like, well, that's, that's uh, Zhang, right? Yeah. Uh, who then ends up going on a raid on a nearby island and ends up killing a child, uh, a, a, a kaiju kid who's just playing a video game. Yeah. Because he thinks he's going for a weapon, because... Okay. <laughs> that part well, is. Well, so should grim. we start with the obvious then, Josh? Right, that's, yeah, yeah. You can't avoid talking about how this is all a big metaphor for race in in law enforcement here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's a little problematic as that. And I'm and I'm listening. Uh, because you're used, you're literally calling them monsters. <laughs> before anybody gets mad at me, I'm not saying you can't enjoy this book. In fact, I actually very much enjoy Kaiju Mags. It's one of those as, as illustrated by about 15 but, minutes ago when you bitched the you know, a certain co- local comic store didn't get you your copies of it. Yeah. I'm considering buying the deluxe of this, and I almost never buy it's, the deluxes. You know, it's... But it's, it's a really pretty deluxe. It's unfortunate. I wish you could get a hold of the person who ran that store that you shopped at and, <laughs> and could yeah, I mean, and could just talk with that guy personally. There would be a big shithead. <laughs> get me my comics. This is really tense. <laughs> you know, there's like another comic book store in town you can go to. Oh, damn! Oh. Well, maybe I will then. 
<laughs> Before you go into Iowa Street, you can bitch it over. Somebody longer, else will be no getting longer. my $12 a week. <laughs> no longer a Cover Your Ass podcast, by the way. We'll just make awkward eye contact at each other. I know why. I'm <laughs> just like, ugh, confrontation. Look, I'm old hat at awkward eye contact with people. <laughs> no, not you. Especially when there's a girl involved. Aww. Aww. I, um, yeah, no, I'm a pretty... Pretty great at that too now. Being a recipient, it's great. Um, so heavy-handed race overtures, racism overtures. Yeah, and it's trying to. It's, it's a lot. Or always describes it as it's it's Oz with Kaijo, like the old, yeah. old HBO show, and that's fairly accurate. But it's like if you think of it in that way, it's a little problematic because it depicts those cultures as just. As monsters. I mean, if you view it that way, it's a it's a bunch of racial slurs yeah, sure. and stereotypical depictions of minorities, and no sort of counter counterbalancing image of somebody that's not kind of terrible. Uh, so if we read it as a racism metaphor, I think it becomes problematic because it's a race. If it's a racism metaphor, it is not presenting the people that it is memorializing very well because the monsters aren't good people they are best indifferent people and most of them are kind of bad yeah i suppose that's true well and there's a certain amount of like this book isn't isn't subtle <laughs> i mean yeah very much isn't. In, the, in the way that we enjoy subtlety usually like this book is not that oh it's very not that at all um and I, I find that I enjoy reading it, and I enjoyed rereading it for this, but sometimes the heavy-handedness of it kind of crushes me a little bit. Which is why you said you stopped engaging, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it is... I can't say it's straightforward. In the first issue, you don't want to, like, play all your cards in a story, but they played a lot of cards. <laughs> I was like, I... Don't I? It was. I mean, the book was highly recommended to me by like a writer, um, local guy. So I checked it out because one, he gave me a free copy. Two, <laughs> it was highly recommended long before. Yeah. You know, you guys invited uh, me. That to this. that particular guy just doesn't shut up about how awesome he he thinks that book. Yeah. Is, so he I, really I, doesn't. <laughs> I, I checked it out. I think I read like half through issue two, or maybe all of issue two, but it it was just. It was getting, like, desperate in a sense that was just really making me anxious as a reader. Like, it was it was coming on way too strong. It was very intense from the start. There was no grooming of the character or the reader into any of this. It was just very, like, all right, we're just going to punch you in the face. You're <laughs> like, in a prison rape story. Yeah, and um, it's still a really good story, but, you know... A little strong, <laughs> and kind of have to expect it or read it in um, kind of slowly. Read it in chunks. So. Yeah, like you should be aware that this is. I mean, I know it's a word that people like to make fun of, but this can be a triggering book. Like if you have strong feelings about these things, if you have strong feelings about, like you mentioned the family thing, like yeah. Electrogore being separated from his kids. Uh, at least I know from what I've read, at least one of the kids turns out all right. I'm not sure what happens to the other one, so it's maybe not as terrible as it could be. Okay, but, good. 
Maybe I'll but, pick it back up again. Only but, one child's uh, life is ruined. How nice. Fantastic. At least <laughs> Look, I have gaps in my thing because of someone, so I can't find oh, out if oh, both man. of them are okay. Um, this is getting really, like, don't at me, passive bro. aggressive, and I, I don't... It's kind of always been that. That's uh, okay. Yeah, that's it's fine. Just, I mean, if you it's just the bubbling to the I hope the sound engineer breaks your TV. <laughs> Show it off for company, Biscuit. No one is impressed. Yeah, you climbed my shelves and you're standing on top of my copy of Inside Man. I'm mm. impressed. He's adorable. <laughs> good job, Biscuit. He's a good, he's a good little Biscuit. Break more things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Destroy this place. <laughs> Knock over my... Kitty. Over my Cards of Humanity, Cards Against Humanity expansion that are the only ones that I own, which came with my frickin' uh, secret Hitler. Aww. Goodbye. Um, what a wonderful guest. <laughs> He's our sound engineer. I uh, I used to teach this book in my class. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, it's a good book to teach for the kinds of things that you teach. I agree. Um, and it ended up such that you know, like half of the students got it and half of them didn't. <laughs> you know, and the half that did, were, I think, were a lot in Aaron's case. This was intense. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, and to a certain extent, like. I sort of wished I would have warned them a little bit because, you know, you come off of something like, you know, uh, whatever ha- whatever happened to Truth, Justice, and the American Way the week before, and then you go into Kaiju Max the next week. All of a sudden, it, you know, and at least whatever happened is kind of a yeah. has some violence to it. <laughs> yeah. So, it was a it was a cool book to teach though because it it did trigger a lot of discussions about about these sorts of things and and how we treat, you know, race in America and the prison system and and these sorts of things. Yeah. And it's it's a book that can make you think about a few things and it's a book that can be very entertaining. It's just yeah. be sure it's a book that you're interested in in reading. <laughs> Would be my advice. Sure. Definitely. Um we've already talked a bit about the art. Uh, the art's pretty good. Art's good, it's yeah. Good. It's very attractive. It'll it'll pull you in, not realizing how harsh it is. It's yeah. Uh, Electrogor, the, is that the hero's name? Yeah. He reminds me of a little electric pocket monster. Mm-hmm. Um, any? Oh, okay. I was going to say, any particular electric? Yeah, it's like this little electric mite that will feed on things for electrical energy, and it's super adorable. And does not grow a uranium on its back, to my knowledge. No, an Electrogore plush would. I'd be surprised if they haven't made an Electrogore plush already. It would. It would be pretty cute as a plush. I wonder if. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing out another idea, Josh. Well, you know, as the for something I don't own the copyright to. (laughs) Well, as as Oni properties go, like this is one of those ones. You know, I'm sure you know. At this point, we're reading it before it becomes something, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you've got some like Scott Pilgrim, you know, that that was an Oni property that became something. Uh, I think Kaiju Max is in the same boat. I think I don't know who's sitting sitting on the uh, the sort of uh, uh, the the rights to it, the film rights, you know. Uh, but I'm certain that Xander Cannon has, you know, given, sold that to somebody, and they're sitting on it at the moment. It'll be the next in the string of like kid-looking friendly, like cartoons or Muppet thing. But nope, not really. 
Well, you know, Netflix just dropped that uh, robot, like, NSFW animated anthology. I think that was pretty much the headline of the email I got about it. It's like Death Love Plus Robots or something like that. Um, So there's a trend, maybe, if they can, you know, turn robots into giant mecha, and then we just pop back over (laughs) to... Giant sex mecha, and then we'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring back prison dramas like Oz with sci-fi. Boom. Perfect timing for Kaiju Max. Films. Yeah. Or we TV need, shows. We didn't even talk about my favorite character, I'm just realizing, which is Mechazon. Tell me about Mechazon. Uh, Zahn is the, kid, the the rapist guy. The, Don't the, tell the me about one. Uh, But there's also a character called <laughs> the Mechazon. The rapist is his favorite. Uh, Mechazon was uh, as a robot that was created to destroy Zahn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. But he rebelled against his programming and has decided to be a... He, it's sort of a, a parody of Nation of Islam in a way that's maybe not okay entirely. <laughs> uh, he, he, he and all the other robot ones talk about like the, the cloud and that, the way of peace through the cloud and, and communing with the cloud, which, you know, obviously. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Um, but there's a cool... One of the issues Kyle's where we see things a lot... the cloud after the show. <laughs> We see things through Mechazon's perspective in one of the issues where whenever he looks at things, like, his HUD is constantly lighting up with all the weapons that he can use because he was, you know, he's a, he's a killing robot. So sure. wherever he goes, he sees his ability to destroy things. And at the very end, he sees Zahn, who he was created to destroy, and everything goes red on him. But he, like deliberately chooses not to even though Zahn comes over to him and is like hey remember when I destroyed your city and ruined all this shit you cared about and you didn't do anything and it's just this really weirdly effective moment I don't know yeah, yeah. I, I find him one of the more interesting characters well I mean is sort it... of his struggle to be a peaceful person despite his nature yeah I was just gonna say you know I wonder if there was a read you know that could say that too yeah and he later has a sister who becomes a robot for the police force and Xander Cannon crazy. writes a lot of interesting stuff um, yeah. I mean Heck was really good one of his other books and that was I haven't read a lot also related him. because that was a journey through hell and <laughs> <laughs> it was a, I don't know really cool like come to Jesus and your journey to hell that wasn't a literal come to Jesus hmm. yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm I didn't. I don't. I don't remember heck at all. Like, uh, I have a copy you can borrow. You don't borrow things. I don't. Well, that that person I was talking about who recommended yeah, same, Kaiju same Mac. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, same deal. Um, but no, that one is a unrelated. Does not have kaiju's, but really cool. Like coming to terms with who you are as a person, but while in hell. Yeah. So his first book, which was kind of indie successful, was a. Uh... Replacement God, I believe, which I always meant to read. <laughs> it's one of those. Did he just nip at you? He was trying to. He's he's being feisty now. Hey. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll bite you back. Our sound engineer needs to calm down. Leave him alone. He's gonna try and bite things better than just not. I have a. Not engage him. So he's <laughs> to calm down. I learned to self-soothe. He's not a child. <laughs> He's got a little bit of halitosis, too, that cat. Halitosis. Yeah, the cat breath. Smells cat like cat breath. breath. 
What are you going to do? Keep no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm I just... keep telling him to brush his teeth and he doesn't do it. So I get a little dental treats for my kitty. <laughs> oh, you get dental treats? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh... It'll make your cat weak and soft. I don't know, smells breath. That's fair. Fair. Make your cat weak and soft. I think <laughs> not caring for the oral hygiene of your cat will make it weak and soft and toothless. Just gum ya. Like nature intended. Mm. My cat likes to do one thing and that's it. I want to keep it eating. Fair. Alright, so do we want to talk about other things in relation to this? Well, so, I mean... What else qualifies as the kaiju? I, well, what I was you trying tell us. <laughs> I was trying to think: is there, um, is there a specific sort of generic kind of quality to these things that requires them to always be fighting? <laughs> I mean, well, the kaiju thing is about size, and I think often how that makes it. And you go back to Godzilla and the idea of trying sure. to go here and the idea of trying to rationalize why you have to destroy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so they create these monsters that. Sort of by their nature. Like, Gojira isn't necessarily malicious. He's just huge, and his his way of life is inimical to us. He just and wanted to walk around. And that's a theme that they often return to, although he's more malicious in the early Gojira movies. Like, in the later ones, he's often a, hu- a protector of humanity against aliens or yeah. something. Despite the fact that humanity constantly builds, like, Mechagodzilla and Jet Jaguar to go fight him. I'm sorry, Jet Jaguar. 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 J. I think it's Jaguar. Jaguar. They, Jaguar. they pronounce the U for some reason. Jaguar. Jaguar. Because, I assume because in Japanese you pronounce yeah. all the... Like yeah. Mick Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> I got moves like Jaguar. Do you have a favorite kaiju? <laughs> uh, it's tough to say. Possibly King Ghidorah. Possibly Ghidorah. That's King, King Ghidorah's... Yeah. That's, that's, I think, my favorite, too. Yeah. Um... Mothra. Mothra's cool. I love Mothra. You have the Mothra the, babes. The little babe. Yeah. My my wife loves the Mothra babes. <laughs> they're, they're pretty fucking awesome. Because I'll tell you, I... Now I gotta as, look up Mothra Again, babes. As, as I have subjected Turn my wife to these projects that I... These whimsy projects I go on every so often, she ends up being party to... Two things like watching Godzilla versus Mothra, which is something that is definitely 100% not in her wheelhouse. Yeah, it's a bit outside of her normal experience. But <laughs> she loved the Mothra babes. She was just like, what's going on with those little, the little, the little girls singing about Mothra? For, for people who don't know this, uh, in, in, in the movie Mothra, they find this island with these, like, are they like midget women? Yeah, they're like two feet, or like a foot <laughs> tall like, like or something. Foot tall women that and care three, for this I think there's giant, three of them. They care for this giant egg and, like, speak in unison and sing songs about Mothra. Yeah. And <laughs> Sorry, I just found it. <laughs> Maybe. And they summon Mothra with a song. Yeah. Uh, and they're fucking great. <laughs> I love their outfits. Yeah, yeah they have cozy. this like sort of islandy mm. thing going on. Yeah. Although, also, this egg is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a favorite kaiju? Oh, it's a little tiny. You might want to turn the song off for. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Um, so, do I have a favorite kaiju? Um. Not really. No. I liked a lot of the designs in the first Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Godzilla because I always imagine Godzilla fought 
because he was always, like, woken up from a nap. Like, he was just hanging out, and then all of a sudden... Somebody came and was like, I'm going to destroy this planet, or I'm so just So you understand Godzilla at a visceral level? I relate. That kind of is the Godzilla narrative. Yeah. yeah. And uh, somebody wakes just, up and like, I'm breaky. It's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this person. <laughs> what like, the hell do you want now? Like, you, you know that, like... Again? It was just ten years ago. I ain't got no sleep because of y'all. Y'all ain't got no sleep because of me. Like, that kind of... That kind of shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, so... I like Godzilla, but some of my favorite designs were from... That first Pacific Rim. How about uh, how about you, Kyle? Any, Cloverfield. Any favorite cool. kaiju? Uh, Rodimus Prime. Good answer. <laughs> Transformers <laughs> are kaiju, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, they are by the by the, by the very loose definition that you're running under. Yeah. However, have we ever, given that definition to? Like, <laughs> well, Kyle was talking, but you guys were talking over there, so I'm not sure which the mic picked up or probably both, and ended up being nonsense for several minutes of the episode. But uh, what, what? Go ahead and repeat what you said earlier. Oh, that Clifford's a like a. Clifford's yeah, a kaiju, yeah. so I was like, giant, like anything that's bigger than it should be, it's sentient it's kaiju, right? <laughs> yeah, you're saying giant robots are part of the kaiju yeah, thing. Yeah, giant robots are assuming you were setting up this bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. for Rodimus Prime, <laughs> would count as a kaiju. As long as you weren't counting on me caring about this bit, yeah. I'm fine. Then Jetstream <laughs> oh, wow. is my favorite. Yeah, Jetstream. <laughs> Maybe Star Screech. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to agree yeah. with Rodimus Star Prime Scream. now, yes. <laughs> Right, like... Why is Starscream second in command of the Decepticon? Explain <laughs> it to me. I'm, he's probably got something on... It's that sense know. of loyalty, man. Hey, he's a coward. Like yeah. As soon as anything goes wrong, like they're all like, Megatron's like, Decepticons advance, and then like Starscream stubs a toe, and he's like, Ah, we must retreat! With his terrible voice. Although... And he's always going to betray Megatron. Like Megatron time. is just a field commander. He's not really, like, king of the, you know... Because, like, you know, in the, in the later, you know, things, I mean, it's you've got, like, Unicron and all these other, you no, know... Megatron is their commander. They just, like, Galvatron and Unicron show up later and they're like, no, we're the... Yeah. We're the ones. Wait, does Megatron become... Is Galvatron the one Megatron begins? Yes. I've always yeah. wondered about, like, the Decepticon hierarchy. This is my name to me. This is so cool. <laughs> and, and Frankly... He isn't a Decepticon. He's this, just a bigger robot. This almost, like, the way we're talking about this... how you establish hierarchy? Evil. <laughs> He's evil, but... The bigger the robot, the higher on the chain, right? Decepticons yeah. are a race. That's what I learned okay. from the Oh, damn. Yeah. Autobots are a race. This is logical. Oh, those are That's what's being presented in the Ooh, cartoon. Those are Unicron on, doesn't live on Cybertron, so he can't be an Autobot or a Decepticon. He's an unrelated giant robot. You know, this sounds like this could be a really fun Who happens musical. to be evil. I, I, and the fact that all Decepticons are evil and all Autobots are good is coincidental. The like, Transformers Hamilton. <laughs> No, I'm I thinking we gotta be real careful since you just said that they were racist. Too. Oh, like, yeah, which is why I just said what I just said. I'm actually thinking more Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Transformers done in Jesus Christ Superstar. Unicron Superstar. Like I'm just. Uh, I, saw I think that would be a Galatron really fun Superstar. musical. <laughs> just hear me out. <laughs> I saw a really awesome video on YouTube of some uh, some people performing uh, immigrant song by Led Zeppelin dressed up as Transformers. Uh, so Cybertronic Spree. Yeah. Don't you, don't you mean the Ragnarok song? 
No, I don't, because it's called Immigrant Song. You fucking... What kind of man are you? Are you really from the Midwest and you don't know Immigrant Song? By no, I do. I was just making a joke. I find man to be offensive. You what? What? <laughs> I said I find man the term man to be offensive. Oh, I find man, men to be offensive, too. Yeah, but I, y'all. But I have to live with them anyway. <laughs> you should learn to accept yourself. As a human. Oh, wow. No, you shouldn't. That's what being <laughs> oh. a human means. Okay, if that's what it means to being a man. I've been like, fine ooh. for 40 years. I think I'm going to be fine for however many I got left. Here's, here's about Josh's existential moment right here. Oh, no. We go, and... No, See. no. Like, no, no. Not dancing today. for you fucking assholes. <laughs> there it is. But anyway, Jesus Christ Superstar, but with Transformers, would be interesting. Just, I just can't good. think that you could hear the music over the people <laughs> grinding their gears. Like they have to make so much noise when the Transformers move. Like that has wasn't to so noisy. Transformers the movie, the animated one, effectively Jesus Christ Superstar, Megatron <laughs> Superstar. Weird. Cats the musical performed by Transformers dressed as cats. Ooh. With trans, wait, they're transformers dressed as cats. <laughs> so yes. would it be Beast Wars the musical? <laughs> Why couldn't they just transform just be Beast Wars? into the cats? <laughs> West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, you're a shark or a jet. They can't transform into the cats because the cats are not automobiles or military aircraft. They can make it toasters or guns or household objects. Speak- what about? But what about... Uh, or dinosaurs. No, what about... What's his name? The the cassette tape that comes out of Soundwave. Household object. He's a, he's a fucking cat. He's uh, a cat in his I robot why, form. Why can't I remember his name? That, the I one. think it's just like Panther or something. No, no, Prowler. No. Prowler. I was uh, I was circling on Prowler. But I was like, that doesn't sound right. But okay. His, his disguise form is a cassette tape. And his robot form happens to look like a, like a panther. Okay. He's not transformed into a cat. Uh huh. I mean, when you look at when you look at Megatron in his like robot form, you're this like, he transformed into a man. This gets my favorite kaiju. You see what you fucking did? You see what you fucking did? <laughs> <laughs> I sort of regretted it a little while ago. Oh man. I meant some Transformers. <laughs> Was the were was 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 Well the books worth it. Yeah. I think uh I think the free one, Godzilla yeah. in Hell, through your typical library checking out app was worth it. Probably, not, probably, this, probably not worth the like eighty bucks you'll need to get it on the secondary no. market. Let's, uh, but it's worth it like ten minutes it takes to read. <laughs> sure, let's uh, I mean uh, let's take a moment to plug our local library again. The Hoopla app the Hoopla. on on your on through your local library. Uh, you can check out lots of comics for free. We have done so several times. This is one of them. The Godzilla in Hell, unfortunately, did not have Kaiju Max, which is which was kind of surprising. I thought actually, Shame. Uh, but Shame. Uh, I I read it in issues because I originally got it in issues, uh, and I don't have the trade for it. I, I had the trade. Uh, um, is it like fifteen somewhere in like that? I think it's seventeen ninety five. It is a six issue trade. Yeah, uh, it's probably a bit on the pricey side, but it's a very good book. There's there's a deluxe out of the first two that which is the one that I'm considering buying, which I, again I almost never do if I have something in issues. Sure. Um, 
it's 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 worth it. I think if if you're with the trigger warning attached, it's it's worth it. Totes worth it. Agree. Yeah. I like Godzilla and Hell more than Kaiju Max, but I'm also an art person, and uh, you know I already talked about my feelings about Kaiju Max. I would say I probably wouldn't have picked up Kaiju Max just natively, and I didn't because the art wouldn't throw me off. I'm like. It, it would have sunk me in. <laughs> how, did, how did you enjoy it then after all was said and done? Uh, well, I read it very briefly. So it was looked like the art was better than I thought it would be once you kind of got used to it. And the story was much deeper than I thought it was going to be. And that's getting really going on. Like, I would have put this on the children's rack. It was probably, it was <laughs> it probably <wants> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. We should put a little sticker on it that's says adults only <laughs> just for it content should, it should probably come in a bag <laughs> the covers are usually tame no I don't mean like the blocking it off but in the yeah. bag so you know it's an old and again that just makes kids want to read it so frankly I would love to paper bag half of the stuff we have on our shelves <laughs> just to make it more illicit and awkward and but fulfilling for me blind <laughs> the bag. person who has to just a bunch of blind bag XXX <laughs> you're gonna get yes. a random nudie mag enjoy are you kidding me Probably sell a lot of those, honestly. We the grab bags. We almost have a shelf of nudie mags. Let's be real. Well then, with that. (laughs) Hey, it is Future Josh back once again with the social media deets that I promised y'all at the top of the show. You can catch all the That Podcast Productions podcasts over at thatpodcastproductions.fireside.fm. You can also follow us through our Facebook group, which is the That Podcast Stays Up All Night Slumber Party. That's it for now, but there should be both an Instagram on the grams, as I've heard it called, and also a Twitter coming up before too long. There may also be an email coming. Stay tuned. Our next show will be a further ado related to this, uh, which will be Kaiju Big Battle. Woo! Uh, no, no E. Big Battle. Big Battle. No, there's an E. It's just before the L. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Trying to... Motherfucker. I knew about this thing years before you did, so don't I fucking try and correct me. I wasn't oh. correcting you. That's why I it's was Battelle. letting them know. No, but I, I screwed it up. I'm sorry. You're right. The E is before the L. Kaiju Big Battle is a wrestling federation where people wrestle dressed up as monsters in an arena where there's giant buildings. Like fake giant buildings. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's the best fucking thing. It is so th- fantastic. And it's a sneaky way to talk about wrestling again, which Laura hates. And we love. Uh, we love Laura hating it more. Yeah. It kind of makes it for me. Yeah. Uh, the week after that, we'll be doing... Our Shazam tie-in spectacular. We'll be doing Shazam and the Monster Society of Evil. And and the lesser Shazam. By Jeff Smith, who I always want to call Jeff Bone. Uh, Bone. And and also the uh, the Shazam backup features from New 52, uh, which were collected in a thing by Jeff Johns. uh, And are a thing that exists. So, they do... Anything else we want to say before we close this shit out? See y'all never. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fuck you. (laughs) No, thanks.
best date ad ever. Want to eat a stale sandwich? Looking for love. 